Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. How did you get involved in the occult and what we're going to talk about tonight, magic and things like that? You know, it all started when I was a little kid. Uh, I grew up in the great borough of Queens here in New York City. At the age of nine, I was fascinated with mysticism and folklore and myth. And there was a little machine at a local diner that distributed uh, a weekly astrology scroll. And I would buy it and I wondered, where did all these symbols come from and how did they reach us in Queens? And it still strikes me as fascinating today that most people walking around in modern life whether they're believers or not, could tell you their sun sign and something about it. And these occult and esoteric beliefs have endured literally across millennia. And I always wanted to discover as a kid and now as an adult where it all comes from. How was your movie doing, The Kabbalion? Oh, incredibly well. Uh, the Kabbalion premiered at, as the number three documentary on iTunes uh, when it launched uh, this past January. And I'm actually doing a live screening uh, in Brooklyn this coming Saturday night. Uh, at a place called Film Noir Cinema. I'm going to be traveling to Los Angeles with it in July, and the response has really been wonderful. Excellent. I should be in Los Angeles in July, so you make sure you track us down. Will do. Thank you. Now, what does Kabelian mean? You know, nobody knows what Kabelian means. It's a word that... Not I... even you? Not even me, no. And if I did, I would tell the Coast family. But <laughs> it's a <laughs> word that was coined by the author in 1908, and it is probably it is probably a Hellenized version of the word Kabbalah. It's probably sort of his his attempt to make a phonetic phonetic version of the word Kabbalah in Greek. I wanted to introduce you as an expert not only in magic but of the macabre. But you're really not that kind of a person. Well. <laughs> 
I'm interested in all things arcane. We can put it that way. Uh, but the life I lead is one of reciprocity. And uh, I hope that the people who live in my building think of me not as the occult guy, but think of me as a good neighbor. Exactly. Now, you uh, have talked about magic a lot, but you spell it M-A-G-I-C-K. Yeah. Where does that K come from? I put a K at the end because that's the early modern spelling, and that is a way of distinguishing it from stagecraft or magic as entertainment. What is magic to you, Mitch? To me, magic is the method of expanding your will into the world. We all have needs. We all have very serious needs. They might relate to job, money, relationship, health, you name it. These are legitimate needs, and I want people to have every means possible to act on them. Can magic be abused? No question about it. Anything can be abused. I always hasten to tell people magic can be abused. Any form of religion, any form of therapy can be abused. If the individual does not have an ethic of reciprocity, there's, or what some people might call karma, there's always a danger of abuse. Would you call spells, rituals, curses, all that? Was that part of magic, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would not mess around with curses. You know, I get a lot of questions about curses, and there aren't too many practitioners out there who do them, because I think the awareness is that there's a rebound effect. Whatever you put out into the world, one way or the other, is coming back to you. It is an absolute law of life. You might call it the law of compensation. And curses are absolutely going to rebound to uh, whomever the wielder is. I stumbled across some movie on Amazon last week, late at night, and the guy who was the star of the movie weighed about 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. And he ran into a gypsy, and something happened where the gypsy was a real old gypsy man, and he cursed this guy. Yeah. And one of the curses included that he was going to wither away to nothing. Right. And so thinner. Yeah. Is, is that the name of the movie? Thinner. Yeah, that was a Stephen King novel. Yes, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. And the, the guy withers away down to practically nothing for something. But uh, that was a curse. Yeah, yeah. Again, you can find people who cast curses, but they're not too easy to find. And I don't recommend availing yourself of it, because I, I really do believe that there is a certain unity in human life. There is a certain reciprocity. I mean, that's my basic ethic. I keep coming back to that. And whatever you put out into the world is uh, going to be paid back to you, sometimes in multiples. Would you call prayer magic? Absolutely. Absolutely. I take a very radical view of prayer. Uh, obviously, you know, prayer you know, has some basis in Western scripture, but it's been practiced by people all over the world for millennia, from Polynesia to Siberia. If a person belongs to one of the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, of course, prayer is familiar as a monotheistic practice, but I encourage people to take a very flexible approach. If there's an ancient god from the pantheon of gods that populate human history that you feel a relationship, that you feel drawn to, experiment with that, experiment with it. Forming a petitionary relationship with an unseen energy, which our ancient ancestors would sometimes deify or personify and give names, like Jupiter or Mercury or Set, that can be just an extraordinary exercise in, in personal power, and I encourage a very radical approach to prayer. Mitch, is magic part of the occult? Absolutely. The occult is a term that originally comes from Latin, just meaning unseen or hidden. And it grew popular during the Renaissance. It was a way of referring to the religions of 
the ancient world, the primeval world, Persia, Egypt, Greece, Rome. And so occult practices are as old as humanity itself. Why does a cult seem dark and evil? It's really well, not, it, it's not overall. It's, it's, it's not at all, and it certainly wasn't conceived of that way by its practitioners. In late antiquity, uh, at least here in the Western world, the, the church, the early church, was in a struggle with the remaining nature religions. The nature religions were more or less vanquished, and as always happens in human history, the victor gets to define the vanquished however it wants, and so the vanquished was defined as somehow evil or, or sinister, and that came to be associated with a cult. Interesting take. I had been uh, told by a voodoo practitioner that Western media destroyed voodooism by claiming that it was evil uh, because they would see these little dolls and pins yep. stuck up when uh, all they were doing was naming the person they were praying for. Right, and that's an important point. Voodoo is a proper Afro-Caribbean religion, and it's funny, just yesterday, just yesterday, uh, I was reading a column in the New York Times that talked about voodoo economics, that old phrase. You know, right. It's supposed to be right. an economics that's pasted together, that's tricky, and that's going to come back and bite you. And so this does continue. You know, the term voodoo is sort of used as a synonym for mumbo-jumbo, but it's a real religion, and it's, it's practiced very devoutly in the Caribbean and here in the U.S., well, with Mitch Horowitz, we're talking about magic and voodoo. The practitioners of magic that uh, we have been raised as kids makes it seem like a fun thing, doesn't it? Well, it's an interesting thing. Entertainment influences us quite a bit, so we'll see magicians or gypsies or wizards in entertainment. And, you know, depending upon which episode of the Harry Potter film series you're watching, it can seem very fun, but it also can seem very harrowing. You know, magic is just part of the human situation, and it, it has the same spectrum of emotions and ethical issues that exist in the human situation. My mother talked of a magician named Blackstone, I guess, years ago, and uh, she's claimed that he was one of the best magicians, but... Magic has been around a long time. A long time. You know, look, magic goes back to, uh, uh, it goes back to, first of all, all holy books in, in the Eastern and Western world, but you'll find magic in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, when Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt, people would run in front of his chariot and yell, a brock, a brock. None of us really know what that term means. It might be an Arabic or Aramaic term for blessing, but a brock is also the root of our own term, abracadabra. Do you think uh, magic under the proper handling can do incredible things? I do. Uh, I do think that we also live under many laws and forces. Magic adds something extra. And I think that if you need something that will just tilt the scales in your favor, magic can absolutely be of assistance. Was Houdini a magician or an escape artist? Well, Houdini was a great stage magician, one of the greatest of all time. And he was a great critic of people who talked like I do, you know, who sought to practice magic from a spiritual perspective. Right. But that was probably because he was fascinated with it. And he was obsessed with mediums. He, he tried to find as many corrupt mediums as he can. Yes, and he found quite a few. And there were people, there were mediums that were preying upon people's grief or their needs. And uh, there were also some very unsolved mysteries and some very real questions, which a figure like great scientists like William James uh, probed contemporaneous to Houdini.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Do you think Jesus might have been a magician? Well, it's an interesting question. I, I have friends who write about Jesus as a, as a magician, as a, a great disruptor, as a great spiritual revolutionary. So in a certain sense, you could see turning water into wine as a kind of act of divine magic. Or raising someone from the dead? Yeah. I mean, these are things that were very deeply embedded in the practices of the ancient world. And so in some regards... You read accounts of the miraculous in Scripture, you're reading accounts of magic. Tell us about Maxwell Maltz. Oh, he was an interesting man. I always like talking about Maltz because he is a person who, whose methods you can learn from if you're not interested in spirituality or magic. Maltz was a cosmetic surgeon, and he made the observation that after surgeries, uh, a lot of his patients felt better. They had a better self-image, but a small number of them did not experience and improve self-image. And he began to wonder, what is self-image? Where does it come from? Maltz devised a program, totally secular, called Psycho-Cybernetics, where by basically using two half-hour sessions of meditation per day, you could improve your self-image and perform better throughout life. And this was magic for the non-believer, basically. It was, it was, it was mind magic. It was auto-suggestion. And uh, his book, Psycho-Cybernetics, became a big bestseller in 1960, really popular with athletes and actors. It's still around today. What was his theory about psycho-cybernetics? His theory basically was that we are very complex machines who get programmed as very, very little kids to view ourselves in a certain way. And this self-image gets concretized inside of us. And it's hard to change, but it can be changed. And Maltz believed that if we basically use two half-hour sessions a day of visualization exercises, 
we can change our self-image. And it sounds easy and it sounds simple, but in modern life, with all the noise and everything taking our attention, uh, two hours of meditation a day is not as easy as it sounds. Are there different techniques to magic, Mitch? Oh, sure. I mean, the techniques are as varied as humanity itself. You have techniques that come from ancient China. You have techniques that come from ancient Egypt, from Mesopotamia, from the Greek and Roman world. And you have modern techniques. There's no reason that all this stuff has to be antique, necessarily. You've got practitioners in the 20th century who have devised techniques that I think are very effective. What's a sigil? A sigil is exactly one of those 20th century techniques. It's super simple. You write out a sentence of what you need in life, whatever it may be. You take that sentence and you basically cross out repeating letters. You take the letters that are left and you just form them into an abstract symbol. That's a sigil. Mm -hmm. You concentrate on that abstract symbol until you reach a state of ecstasy. And the idea is that you've kind of tapped into your subconscious mind in a way that gets around the logical apparatus of the intellect, and you've put out a kind of mental energy or mental intention into the world. It's super simple, and it's a contemporary method. So what about the other methods of collage or cut-up methods? The cut-up method is really interesting to me. The cut-up method is, is this. Again, very, very simple. This was used by a lot of different artists in the 20th century. I use it myself. You sit down, and you just write out words or phrases that are meaningful to you, whatever they are. You write down your values you write down things that are important to you on a piece of paper. You cut it up, you throw it on the floor, and then you just randomly pick out three or four of these scraps of paper. See what it says. Try to, sem- try to assemble it into a discernible sentence. You will almost certainly come up with something that's personally meaningful to you. Again, it's one of these exercises that bypasses the logical apparatus of the mind. It's not rational, and that's the whole point. Cut up the pieces of paper, throw them on the floor, pick up three or four, see what it says, and you may be imbued with a feeling of power and purpose. Are tarot cards magic? I believe that they are, and I use tarot cards myself for purposes of self-discovery. The theory is this. If you spread out tarot cards and you, say, pick three of them and you assemble them into just random order, what you might be receiving is a kind of snapshot of the immediate present, but not just of the present in terms of linear time, but the present in terms of what we call past, present, future. Time as a linear device is just a concept. We know that time bends in conditions of extreme gravity or extreme speed. So it stands to reason that what we think of as linear time is not altogether real. It could be that if you get a snapshot of this instant moment using tarot cards, using a random three-card pick from a spread of cards, you could be getting a snapshot of what's going on, past, present, future. You could be gleaning what's happening in time, unbound by linearity. What would you say, Mitch, is acceptable methods of occult use? Well, I have one rule on the occult path, and that rule is cosmic reciprocity. You can call it karma, karma. you can call it the golden rule, but that... What goes around comes, what goes around comes around. Precisely. And there's a deeper ethic in that than most of us realize. I think that happens. I think that's true. I don't know how it happens or why it happens, but if you're good to people, goodness comes back to you. And if it's the opposite, it's the same thing. I I believe that. And it may be hard for us to gain perspective on, but believe me, it is there. Life is compensatory. And uh, And it's got to be genuine. Yes. and You've got to do it from the heart. 
Yeah, you know, life mirrors the seasons, and everything comes and goes according to cycles of usefulness. And what I put out there, based on its usefulness and based on how it operates, is going to come back to me. How did magic go from being so mystically ancient to the things you've been talking about tonight to where you have people like David Copperfield and people like that doing their magic on stage? Well, we, we, magicians have always served a function of entertainment. You, you had jugglers, you had court jesters, you had magicians at fairs and carnivals and so forth. So there's always been a quality of entertainment. And then th- there was magic that was practiced for real power. That came to be looked upon negatively because as the monotheistic religions rose in influence, they tended to tamp down on the magic that was practiced by the old religions, the so-called pagan religions. But nowadays we live in an era where the ancient texts that have survived, and only a small thread of them have survived, unfortunately, they're translated, they're somewhat accessible, and we live in an era where the seeker can chart his or her own path. Mitch, since you've been doing this, what has been one of the most remarkable magical things that you have witnessed? The most remarkable thing that I've witnessed is that I'm doing in my life today at age 56 what I dreamed about when I was a little kid at age four, literally. The mind's eye image of what I wanted to be doing at age four is what I'm doing today. And if you peel back the layers of your life, you may discover an extraordinary symmetry. I think there's a power of mind that goes beyond the physical, that goes beyond cognition. The mind does, to some extent, select experience, and that's been the most magical part of my life. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.